I hate double parking. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. If you don't live in New York City, you might not understand this grumble. Double parking is something different in the rest of the country than it is in New York City. The double parking in New York City is a disease. Normally I try to do grumbles that aren't universally hated, and I assume double parking is universally hated, but everybody does it. Double parking in New York City is not even frowned upon. It's expected. That's just how you park. There's no room for all the cars in this city. If you're driving a car, you have to put it somewhere, and every spot on the street is taken up. There are no parking spots, and so you just leave your car where you need to leave it. I'm not condoning this. Double parking in this city is like a disease. It's like a psychological disorder. I assume everybody hates it, but everybody does it. It's like an alcoholic who every single morning is hung over and says, I'm never drinking again, just to crack open a natty light. It's maddening. The cars just stop everywhere, and they don't pick a side of the street. It's not like they stick to the right. They put their car wherever they need to, and it's just expected. It's such an inane built-in problem with this city that the meter maids drive around double parked cars to ticket cars that are in the parking lane. Who owns all these cars? How do the people of New York own this many cars? I understand a lot of people live in this city, but what are we doing with cars? We have subways everywhere. You can't take a step in this city without walking over a subway. There are buses everywhere. And if you can't find a subway or bus, there's literally three taxis honking at you, following you as you walk, waiting for you to flag them over. I'm convinced all the cars on the street are just abandoned cars, and the only parking in this city is double parking. Which makes driving in the city like a reverse Frogger situation, because instead of the obstacles being random cars speeding down the streets, you're driving and it's random cars stopping on a dime just because there's nowhere to put your cars! Oh, I hate double parking, but double parking in the city is a different kind of beast, and that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call... What's got your goat? Good evening, Veronique. Good evening, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. I'm on hold for a commercial. <gasps> Isn't that exciting? So that's very exciting yes. for me, uh, yeah. especially during a pandemic. Congratulations. You know, mostly doing voiceover work. We're so yeah. Excited. So like we're both doing successful things. Absolutely. Yeah, this is great. This has been a good week, I guess. We've had a good week. We're doing great. Yeah. We're yeah. doing great. It's a one. I mean, like since we've become so used to being in this quarantine plague situation, yes. Yes. We're all wearing our masks constantly. It's like, yes. It's just like life can still have happiness, even though we're still living in the plague. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's interesting. I had an old teacher of mine, an old high school teacher, reached out to me via email. Mm -hmm. And so he saw a picture of Meryl Streep and was like, oh, I've thought of you. <laughs> so he was like, how are you doing during this time? 
I was just like listing all these things. And it was just really fun to be able to do that with I'm being artistic during this time. You look very much like Meryl Streep. Yeah, that's Um, what they tell me. Yeah. So the first time you met my mom and my sister. Yes. I was doing a play and you were meeting them to sit with them in the audience. That's right. And I told my sister, she's the tall blonde girl that looks exactly like Meryl Streep. Yes. And my sister said to me later, I don't know what Meryl Streep looks like. Oh, my she didn't gosh. Know who you were. She kept looking at every tall blonde that walked in. Hilarious. It's, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was How do you not know what she looks like? Well, I mean, obviously you're a fan. Yeah, well, you know, when people are telling you that your entire life, you you do your research. Right. So despite the plague, you've been working. Yeah. Um, And I've been doing a little bit of work with my company. I've been doing some deliveries. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been driving the van to deliver food to various donation kitchens or hungry kitchens. Yes, absolutely. And we thank you for your service. Right. Well, I've been getting paid. It wasn't volunteer, (laughs) but I've been driving a delivery van yeah. or truck around it's not town. what you're you know that's not what you were hired to do so right it's it's not i mean it's in my skill set but it's yeah. not in my job description right right so it's right. been a little weird okay the last couple of weeks i've been working this driving job okay and i've been dealing with the hazards of driving on new york city roads so stressful oh it can be stressful yeah what stresses you out about driving because you we don't own a car we, but every no. once in a while, we drive on New York. Yeah, we rent streets. cars. Renting cars. Yeah, we drive around. I drive for the company sometimes. Like, we drive around. What what stresses you out about driving in New York City? Um, The unpredictability of it. So you have to watch out for pedestrians. You have to watch out for cab drivers. You have mm-hmm. to watch out for the double parking, like the people that are double the parked. Double, what do you mean the double parkers? Well, you know, in our neighborhood. Yeah, everyone double parks. Oh, everyone double parks oh, in our neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like the thing. It is the thing in our neighborhood. It is the thing. It's almost like the popular thing. Oh, too, right? oh my gosh. It's like if you don't double, if you haven't double parked, you don't belong here. Moving <laughs> it's like a in, rite of passage. Yes, like exactly. You, you have to double park. And I have found myself double parking, but I usually have my hazards because I'm not actually like leaving the car there. Right. For that because long. That, that also is just standard. People just leave the car. Right. I don't want a ticket. Yeah. I don't want a ticket. Speaking of the weird parts of driving around New York City, the, <laughs> yeah. the taxis will just weave. Like you'll be on they'll a four lane avenue and they'll just go yeah. four lanes over yeah. if they think they see somebody wave, even yeah. though that person is just sticking their hand up to stick their umbrella up in the air yes we've four lanes across the road people will stop to like just randomly get off at a bodega they'll just double park there's a section of seventh avenue where there's no lane markers at all yeah four lanes wide and it's just a free-for-all it's like an episode of seinfeld like like there's no rules at all on that section you got to keep your eyes open you got to look to the right you got to look to the left as long as you stop at stop signs four or five seconds after they turn red, it's fine. It's like, otherwise, just no rules on the road. Right. Yeah. It's wild driving in New York City. Yes. I was living in Brooklyn right. and they have alternate side street parking. So like you yeah. can park on one side, but then it's like it's very every popular. Tuesday and Thursday they have yeah. street cleaning. So you have to move your car. Yes. So everybody in Brooklyn just moves their car from oh the parking lane God. to the center lane. Your neighborhood was the worst. But not everybody remembers to do it. So there are some cars parked in the parking lane. Right. There are some cars parked in the center lane. Right. And there are all the cars parked on the opposite side yes. of the street. So the street is functionally inoperable. Oh, my gosh. What a headache. It's absolutely wild. And I don't understand. <laughs> I 
understand your frustration, the but point, it's like that's what they, they don't want to give up their parking spot. The point of alternate side street <laughs> parking is not that the city wants to clean the streets twice a week. Uh-huh. It's to force people to give up their parking spot. <laughs> It's to force people to prove that they own a car and they can operate that car right. and they can move. Right. It's not just sitting there. But then they that's all they do is they just block the whole street. <laughs> oh, I can't block the side of the street. I'll just block the whole street. You know, it's interesting. And they did that because of the street cleaning. Well, during COVID, we stopped street cleaning. Right. Right. Yeah. I didn't really notice the difference. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, they heard, oh, we're stopping. They, oh, well, I'll just leave my car double parked for a month. <laughs> right. Because... It's kind of like that's kind of what you have to do in New York, right? Yeah. You kind of have to double park. I mean, there there's no other way. There's not enough room. Especially now because all the restaurants yes. took over the parking yes. lanes. And and it's also kind of crazy because where I'm from, the streets are so wide. So it's just How like, wide are they, Veronique? <laughs> they're extremely wide. You have to follow that up with a punch. I didn't, I didn't have one. How wide are they? So wide your mama can walk uh, down them. A, a Joe Mama joke? Don't talk about my mama like that. <laughs> Sandy. Don't, 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 don't give up my mom's name on the podcast. That's my password protection question. <laughs> no, no. That, that's not your mom's name. Your mom's name is Shelly. Yep, Shelly. Oh, Shelly. Oh, thanks, Shelly. So I'm used to driving on, you know, on a five mile island. So where the streets are super, super large. Yeah, the so streets it's quite are five miles wide. Driving in New York City, where things are a lot smaller, there's cars everywhere, and the taxi drivers are insane. But there's just so many taxis. There are. They have to be competitive, right? Yeah, absolutely. But on New Year's Eve, I feel like there's never enough. On New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve to get home. Do you think some of those taxi drivers like to celebrate New Year's Eve Uh, with their families? Well, I feel like it would be a lucrative night. Or maybe it's only lucrative from midnight on. So maybe it's not actually lucrative. No, they're probably not out there on New Year's Eve because they've all paid for having vomiters in the backseat of their car. They're like, yeah, I'm just not riding on New Year's Eve anymore. Amateur hour. Yeah, hour. it's the same reason anybody in the service industry right. try not to work on New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah, right. it's like, right. that's amateur hour. Right. I don't want to be cleaning up vomit. I'll just stay home that night. Yeah. Well, speaking of amateur hour, we have Valentine's Day coming up. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about amateur hour on Valentine's Day? Right. It's couples that don't go out all the time. So they, you know, like you just want to feel the most special in the whole wide world. But every couple that sits down wants to feel so special. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that person that calls ahead and is like i want to propose to my girlfriend tonight so i want special treatment but they're like they're telling telling us they're telling the host is like the hostess doesn't already understand it's valentine's day they're like it's a special night for me and my girlfriend of course no but they're like oh oh how sweet okay what do you want us to do you know one time i reserved a hotel room Mm -hmm. and it asked for like title okay so i wrote prince sir knight radiant as my title amazing and so i get there i'm tired i've been hanging out with the groom i'm already drunk yeah and i like finally get to check in it's like six in the afternoon and he's like I just need one minute. And he goes to talk to the manager. Oh my gosh, and you so goofed him. They were expecting some European lord. And he what? goes to check with the manager. And he's like, I think this guy has a really big title. And the manager's what? probably like, uh, doesn't look like he does. Right, right, right. Uh, cancel the quartet. Can't Cancel the string quartet. 
<laughs> why are there so many cars in New York City? Oh, is that what we're why is grumbling it, about? Why? Why are there so many cars well, on the street? There are not as many cars as there were. Every inch of New York City streets is covered in parked cars. <laughs> it is. Why? I know. I Who owns these cars? Well, the people in the buildings. I feel like the people that have cars drive cars in their business. Like maybe like the electrician. So do you drives think, around Manhattan and checks on things. I get and, that. But do you, you know think only cars? electricians have cars? Because no. if only electricians have cars, I feel like there'd be parking. I don't even know why people want to park their cars because I'm so nervous that the cars are going to get towed. Every double parking spot is a tow zone. Because that's really the true nightmare is getting your car towed. Because I'd rather have towing of cars. Like, actually oh, making you want, room on you the want, street. New York does it like, we'll just ticket you and cars. leave your car three cars deep, <laughs> triple, <laughs> double park, right. double secret probation. Well, New York doesn't Harvard. have all the space for all the cars, I'm sure. Places space to, to tow. tow the cars that are out of place? Because yes. they do. <gasps> just take it out to Long Island. Oh my gosh, people would have a freaking fit if all their cars were towed to But Long wouldn't Island. that mean there's less double parking? That would start a revolution in New York City. No, Are I don't you... think it would. I don't know. I think people would just pay the fine, go pick up the car, and then try not to double park in the future. <laughs> no How way. is it so normal? No, no, It's no, so no, normalized no, no. that even the police drive around <laughs> double parked cars to ticket people that didn't pay the meter. That's nuts. You're right. You're right. It's, it's so, so normal. <laughs> Every square inch of this city is covered in parked cars. Well, you know, they are creating bike lanes. They're you know like trying to change the incentive. You know what I love about the bike lanes? Yeah. All the cars parked on them. Oh, that's so rude. My favorite is all the police cars that park. Oh, the bike shut lane. up. Of course. It's a police. The police cars use the bike lane as if it's a parking lane for police. That's rude. Because if you leave any empty space in New York City, yeah. it gets eaten up. The bicyclists have to compete with everybody. It's a competition out there. Yeah. It's a weird city. So what do we think the origin of the double parking was? Do you think the first double parker was like after the invention of the automobile? Like <laughs> well, it a had horse, to have been. a horse, oh. like like a cowboy who like needed to put his horse somewhere and he just tied the reins to the bumper of a Model T. <laughs> like it was like there was one car in town and he's like, well, bumper seems like a rail. Right. <laughs> There's nothing else to hold my carriage to. I feel like in New York City, the first double parker was probably the first guy with a car. <laughs> he just, <laughs> That's right, because everything was carriages. Yeah, and so he was he just, the first he car. Just, like, when he had to stop, like, he go to the post office. He just like in the middle of the road, just stopped. Back in the day or in New York City, there are certain passageways where the carriages would go. Remember, I used to work for this old jeweler. Her store is in a filled in carriage passageway in New York City. It's the smallest store you could ever possibly so be what in. So what I'm hearing is there was more parking, but she built a <laughs> store in that parking That's spot. That's right. We Merchandise, you know, shopping, shopping, shopping. Where do you park when you're driving in New York City? Well, here's the thing. Thing. I always go to a parking lot because I don't want to deal with finding the parking, but I always double park to like unload my stuff. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. And but it put hazards on, so you're like Because you're gonna you I mean, you gotta put it in front of the building at some point. But you know, I'm not so fearful that I'm gonna get a ticket because everyone does it. Everyone does everyone does it. So So yeah. where do you park? Well, I double park. <laughs> This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. If you haven't double parked, you don't belong here.